Africa Update, it is. Good morning, Advocate Sipo Mantula. How are things this morning and Merry Christmas? Wow, thanks very much, John. Uh, what a rainy morning. God bless a woman, John. I thought, uh, God bless a woman, but God bless Mother Nature also with the rain. And yesterday, John, I was at the burial of Carlos Jeje, you know, the whole day in Swan and in Houghton province. The first Rasta, John, to be buried in a hero's egg mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. So this was a very important uh, mission, you know, John. Uh, I say, I, I can hear John say, hmm? Indeed, John, he was a first Rasta and a reggae artist to be buried at the Heroes Ake yesterday. Remember, we have mentioned the passing of Carlos Jeje, but in our special edition this morning, uh, we will be focusing on elections in the African continent from north to east as well as to the central of the continent and closing with Ghana, Accra, uh, the land of Kwame Nkrumah. Yeah, so much to talk about. In Tunisia, they were voting. What's happening up north there? Eh? You know, yesterday, uh, Prof. Kaysa Saida, uh, he drafted a new constitution. Yesterday, it was an election for the local government elections, John, to fill what they called a new chamber uh, that will focus on economic uh, growth, development in Tunisia. This is a country that is, there was no parliament, John, at some times, no local government. Now, yesterday, there were votes, uh, local government elections in Tunisia for the people of the Arab nation to say, how are they moving towards 2024 now uh, with many challenges that have faced Tunisia since 2011. So we'll wait what will be the outcome of those elections probably by the end of the week. Also in Chad, but this is about a, a military leaders. This about the referendum we spoke about also last week, John. Remember, it's 86% vote people saying yes to the new constitution. Others are saying now they are backing the military leaders under Mohammed Idris Deby, uh, the son of Idris Deby, who died uh, in 2021. So the vote uh, turnout was 64% in Jamena. These are one of the critical countries, uh, John, in the Sahel region. If one is to look into what has come out of this referendum, it means it gives power also to the current interim president uh, of Chad. This is a country that has challenges, but they have managed to have this referendum finally. When will we get details of that? No, those uh, details have been done, John. Like oh, I said okay. to you, they have a new referendum that you have a new uh, president now who has got the powers now to use this uh, constitution because okay. there was a constitutional vacuum. I, I was just looking quickly at, at some photographs that people have posted on the internet of Chad. They've got some fascinating design building choices. It's wonderful buildings in Chad. No, definitely. Chad is a very beautiful country, but with a war that has gone there, John, for some time, since 1960, and even with the coming of the late president, there were challenges in Chad. It's a country that's got potential, Mm. if you look. And hence I said to you, if this military leadership can push for the civilian authority also, that will be better for the people of N'Djamena, Chad. Have you got an update on the DRC after those big elections and, and controversies around that? John, we are left with so many days, six uh, days now for the uh, results to be uh, announced, but they are trickling in now, and in the diaspora votes, it appears Tesekedi is leading. Uh, when we are here, we are talking of five countries, Belgium, Canada, France, uh, USA, South Africa, and they are saying out of those countries, uh, 13,000 votes are giving Tesekedi a lead now. John, is still early because it's 44 million that have voted, and it appears that the diaspora vote was the first of its kind, but there are still challenges in the DRC. Like I've said before, John, this is a country to watch between now and the 31st of December. Hence, Dr. Congo keeps us busy, John. Africa Update doesn't sleep, doesn't rest. (laughs) And uh, for some odd reason, no particular reason, I feel maybe I should fly to Ghana. (laughs) Tell me why I should fly to Ghana. 
you must go to the land of Accra. They've legalized marijuana. They've now, uh, they say we'll advertise it. Uh, we'll, uh, it's no longer a crime to use marijuana. But it's for two reasons, Johnny. When you go to the land of Kwame Nkrumah, they are saying the legalization of marijuana is for two reasons. It's for medical benefit and it's for also for industrial purpose. Ghana is moving with an, uh, what we call a global wave, John, in terms of pushing this cannabis in industry that is estimated to be worth $30 billion mm-hmm. in global. GDP in January 2022. We don't know. We're in 2024 now, John, around the corner. Maybe it has went beyond $35 billion. And South Africa is moving towards commercialization, by the way. But for Ghana, they are looking at the value chain. How will it benefit people, John? Mm. And that's where it is important for us to look at best practices in Africa. I'll tell you Zimbabwe, Rwanda, um, Eswatini, they are looking at it, John, so that it benefits the ordinary people. I think we have to move away from looking at this help as a drug, but looking at it as a resource that will alleviate our poverty yeah. in many of our African countries. Uh, while, you, while you've been talking, I've been looking at how much a flight <coughs> costs, just saying. It's like 10, 10 to 15,000 rand if you want to fly to Ghana. There's, there's... Yeah, it's not expensive. And, uh, you know, we have a visa. There'll soon be a visa free in these African countries. How yeah. do we promote Africa free trade, John, with these passports that still have a, a French uh, names on it and uh, we still have to be restricted with visa. Africa must be open for trade. Africa must be free also for this marijuana and cannabis um, uh, growth, what you call the green economy, John. Mm-hmm. It has to alleviate the country. Remember, President Ramaphosa said 140,000 uh, jobs will be created. So come the last sauna, you will be uh, audited and accounted for that, John. Did you manage to create those 140,000 jobs? And what happened on this day, 25th of December? Yeah, I went to this man, John, who was born for 1940 from Swaziland. my own boy from Northwest. Yeah, he traveled Angola, Zimbabwe, London. He passed on this year on the 27th of September, 2023, a former deputy, uh, I, I nearly said president, deputy minister of foreign affairs, Aziz Pahad. I don't know whether you still recall him, John. Uh, he was one of the uh, great thinkers who was also concerned about the Middle East. Uh, he was born on this day. I thought, let's talk about death rather than death, you know, John, <laughs> this morning, as we are still on our special holiday week uh, and at the same time giving our listeners the news of the continent. Which song are we closing with, John? As Tell you me. say, you want to fly to Accra. Yes. I Tell thought that's... I thought Peter Tosh with Carlos Jerry, you know, they performed together in Eswatini 40 years ago, you know, in 1983. So I thought, let me take Peter Tosh and remind our listeners who are in South Africa from Ghana to say in Ghana, they've legalized it. Even Kofi Annan once said, legalize it, don't criminalize it. Advocate Sibu Bantula, thanks very much. <laughs> Asante sana.